Welcome back to the Weird Woke Podcast. My name is Demetrius Brooks. And once again, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in last week. I really appreciate the reviews and everything, the comments that I got back and all of that. Um, hopefully everybody being safe right now. Man, it's a lot of crazy shit going on with this, the whole thing, this whole coronavirus situation, man. But, uh... I just want to I just want to talk about a couple of topics, a couple of things that have been going on, like including the coronavirus. A lot of things been going on with like the sports and everything cuz the the season like everything's on they're going to get it to where everything is back to normal soon. So all we can do is just pray for those athletes, pray for everybody, pray for us and hope that we can um stay safe and uh, avoid this shit, you know? So let's uh get right into the quote of the day. And the quote of the day today is people will throw stones at you, don't throw them back. Collect them all and build yourself an empire. And that's to me pretty much it's you you always going to get those who everybody's not going to like you and appreciate what you do. Like once they see that you're a positive a positive person to somebody else and stuff. Some people just, <clears throat> they just got it in their body just to, to hate on the next person. But all you can do is take that negativity that they throwing at you and, and make it positive. Like every negative thing they throw at you, let make yourself go harder at everything you do. Cause at the end of the day, they going to have to, they going to have to face him. Like, damn, I gotta, I gotta respect what this man doing. Whatever you do. Like if you a hardworking man, people say you work too hard and stuff. Keep working harder because you got to go and you can't let nobody get in in front of that. So, yeah, man, just keep doing you. As far as the bars of the day, man, I've been listening to my boy Gotti. But that, that damn big homie rules, man, like that's that's my shit, man. But uh, on there he said, family first, money second. If you ain't take care of your family, I can't respect you. And shit, I mean, that's how I feel about anybody, man. If if you make it money, you a lot of people like the generations nowadays like they they stuck on design still. They still in that feel like they gotta they gotta splurge to to look good or feel good, whatever. But you gotta make sure your kids is um make sure your kids right, make sure your family's straight. Everybody gotta be eating. If if you balling that hard, you should that that should make you think about like. What you, what you doing with this on three hundred five hundred dollar pair of shoes on, and your your kids ain't got that or something nice on that on that level? You feel me? So yeah, man, make sure y'all y'all taking care of business. You feel me? Um, let's see. Um, NBA the NBA. So with the coronavirus thing, they shut the NBA got shut down. Pretty much every sport event got shut down, and um. With that being shut down, I think they said that we're going to be without NBA for at least a month, possibly. So, it's damn, man, it's just it's crazy. Like, just looking at events now, just seeing, like, no audience there. Like, the shit been weird as hell. It feel like some, zomb- some zombies, like some walking dead shit. Like, people just disappearing and... I don't know, man. This shit is this shit is crazy from this whole coronavirus, and this shit got the whole world fucked up right now. But um, yeah, NBA is canceled right now. However, over the weekend on Saturday, the UFC event they they still did it. 
So I'm I'm pretty sure what they did was they test the athletes and the trainers and those people were allowed to come into the arena. So they still they had the whole the whole team there recording and everything. It it, it wasn't too bad. It just seems like one of those fights that I don't, if you ever went to a live event when you first get there there's only a few people sitting in there watching you fight. That that's pretty much all it was, but these these people still came out and they um a lot of people put they they ass on the line cuz a lot of people got their ass whooped. And I um what was I doing? I had a couple runs to make it the time, but I got back right on time for the co-main event and the main event of UFC Fight Night. With the UFC co-main event, it was Damian Maya and Gilbert Burns. Now, Gilbert Burns, he he been on a tear. He been getting some solid wins, a couple of knockouts, a couple of them that went the distance. He 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 been he been whooping ass lately. You feel me? And uh, Damian Maya, he he got exposed a long time ago. He's he's very one dimensional. He likes to just wrestle you. He wants to lay on you. Once he get to doing that, he'll try to choke you out. But then he ran into a couple of people like uh, back. I want to say back then. He ran into Anderson Silva, and he tried to, like, jump in and try to do some submission-type... <coughs> Excuse me. Try to try to do some submission-type shit and got punched to sleep, like, with, a like, a, a home run knockout, put his ass down. And ever since then, it's like he's been... <clears throat> some some people, like, you get to, like, Carlos Condent, uh, was it Matt Brown? I want to say a couple like the vets that he that he had a advantage. All he knew he could just lay on them and uh win. <clears throat> he ran into Woodley and got his ass kicked. So pretty much that one dimensional shit only got him so far, and that's exactly what happened this fight. Gilbert Burns pieced him up real nice on his feet. He he fell back like he is. Um, it looked like he was about to get baptized or something. Like Sunday came early for him, and soon his fucking head hit the ground. Burns tagged him about five six times like rabbit punches, and that that fight was over with. So Gilbert Burns, he's looking like he's definitely a contender. He's he's top. He should be top five. <clears throat> he should be top five this with these next rankings coming out. Uh, we'll, we'll see how they go in the welterweight division. Cause you know, they stacked their welterweight. So I can see him being top five right now. <clears throat> the main event was Kevin Lee and Charles Oliveira. And for those that know that, I want to say Oliveira is either the number one submission dude in UFC or number two, but like he, he, he choked people out. That's all he do. That's his, that's his thing. That's his go-to. And um, Kevin Lee, he he's a young dude from Michigan. He he can fight his ass off, but it's like every time he has that fight, that if he wins this fight, he's gonna be ranked higher. He's gonna he's gonna look good against this type of dude. He he never gets the he he never gets the job done. And right on cue, the same shit happened this fight. He um got in there. He was. He tried to walk Oliveira down a little bit. Oliveira got the kick in him, so it got him got him on his bike going backwards, kicked him up, pieced him up a little nice. I want to say round two or three. I want, I want to say round two. And um, it just was piecing him up, man, just piecing Lee up. And uh, Oliveira got to him, choked him out, 
And the motherfucker had the nerves to say that he didn't tap out. Like they, I don't. I guess he felt like since I, I, I don't know if he felt like did he forget the cameras was around or some shit. But the it was a clear tap. Like he tapped on the damn mat like five times. He got choked out. He is embarrassed. He tried to pull some nut shit off. But overall, I, I I wanted him to lose this fight because he came in overweight. It's like, dude, every, this is another thing with Kevin Lee. He always ends up coming in overweight. He didn't came in overweight a couple of times. It's like. You don't got no, you ain't got no respect if you can't come in over, if you can't come in at the right weight like everybody else. What makes you so special? So he paid for that. He got, he got his ass choked out. But after after that event, uh, Dana White came out and said that it was going to be a few more events, but now that's been canceled. So we're pretty much everything. We're we're out of every, everything right now. And, um, what? Um, yes. Yeah, Man, it's looking bad, dog. Um, WWE, they still, they're still planning on going on with this uh, WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I watched Monday Night Raw last night. For the wrestling fans, last night was uh, three sixteen, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin. So they made a day out of it. But with with them not having an audience there, it was just, it was weird, man. Taker came out there. Him and AJ had an issue and all that stuff. So they they're saying that they're gonna do it the WrestleMania at the Performance Center. So I don't know. I think what they should do if they're gonna take it this far is if y'all if y'all serious about these people not being able to wrestle because they got the coronavirus, then they need to be testing close audience or some shit. They need to be testing audience and um. Hell, if they can do that, Vince McMahon is a businessman. If he can make that happen to where they can fill the arena to make it at least look like an event, that that will that will make more sense to me. Because that's like now is is risk free because none of the people in there got coronavirus. If everybody passed the test, they should be good to come in the building. So that they should be able to make that work. But if they're going to do this in an empty arena. Like they've been doing just the the few commentators and just the wrestlers for WrestleMania, the biggest event. It's it's gonna it's gonna look bad. It's it's gonna be something that we'll never want to look back on as wrestling fans. So I'm hoping they they go with the plan that I was saying. Cause right now, like the shit is, it's hard to watch. I just been watching just to like fuck off time. If, if ain't nothing else on TV, I check it out. You feel me? So. We'll see how that go. I'm going to see what other everybody else think about that situation. I'm going to have to talk about that a little more. But um, NFL, so with the NFL trades yesterday, the the free agency started off like they, the free agency started off crazy. Like a few people I didn't even think would get traded got traded yesterday. So that's just something that we got to look forward to as far as the NFL this year. A few trades that happened. The The biggest trade was the DeAndre Hopkins trade to... He got <clears throat> traded to Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson. And I want to say like a second round pick maybe. What I don't... Because from a few Houston fans, I got in a, a little Facebook group. They were saying that he Hopkins just got a nice little deal. So he had like a three or four year deal. So it makes zero sense to me why they would trade him 
And um, as far as Houston, that helps the run game because they have um, who who is that they got? Buddy, that came from the Forty Niners. They they got a couple of running backs. Oh, Duke Johnson got traded too, I think. So yeah, they got a few running backs, but for DeAndre Hopkins to go to Arizona, Murray gonna look nice. Uh, we have a a two and seven young dude. Sherfield, he he plays. He gonna be nice with him. If Larry, I don't know if Larry retired, Larry Fitzgerald, or if this is last year. Like this is, this is the year because they offense gonna be nice. They got a nice running back. Like everything gonna be good in Arizona. The defense was okay. They just needs another offensive threat. And who else to go for but the best, the number one receiver in the league. So we'll see how this turns. out. I think Hopkins still gonna ball. I think one of the some of the people from Houston was saying that DeAndre Hopkins and the coach was having um having problems, so he wanted out. So they shipped his ass out. I guess like some of these players just feel like they not tradable, like they they need you, but in reality, shit, they'll ship your ass off if they could get something else. And they gonna get something in return. Like they they rolled the dice on that. So that was the biggest trade. A few other trades, well, not trade um Drew Brees, he signed another two-year contract, $50 million deal back with New Orleans. So glad to see him go back. He had a – I think he threw a pick that last game in the, the playoffs, and that, that blew the game for him. So he, he got that – um he still got that fire in him. Hopefully he can pull off one of these two years and get him another ring and go out on top. But either way, he's a Hall of Famer. So good to see that he got his deal. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, he got traded to – he signed with the Panthers. Yeah, he signed a little deal with the Panthers. As you know, Cam Newton is pretty much out of Carolina. He's He requested for a trade, so they said what's out there. It's a few teams he could go to. I, I would say if he go to Chicago, they would be decent there. Um That'd be the best quarterback that Chicago had for a long time if he could get in there and uh, the O-line could block for him and open up those pass, pass lanes and the running lanes. Shit, he'll make it happen. I, I fucks with Cam. But hopefully he could get out there healthy and make some noise and get back to that MVP-type Cam. Um, Buckner from the, 40, from the 49ers, he got traded to the Colts. So that's somebody we got to deal with with the AFC South. Uh, they defense, that, that's a lot of... That's a lot of pressure up front for um, the Titans and the rest of the division. But like I said, I, I believe that he, um, the Titans will win the division this year. I feel like this is our year to win a division and get back into the AFC Championship and hopefully pull it off against possibly Kansas City again because it looks like we got to go through the champs again. So that's that's my very early, early prediction is that Tennessee would be in the AFC Championship game. Hopefully – getting past um, whoever in our way and making it to the, the Super Bowl again, finally. Um, Stefan Diggs got on Twitter. Like, these dudes so emotional these days with the social media type shit. He got on social media on Twitter and uh, said that he wanted out of Minnesota. So, as usual, they shipped his ass out. He got shipped to Buffalo. So now he with the Buffalo Bills. They, that should be a nice little pickup. He, he'd be nice with Buffalo. 
they got a nice little young team going. Hopefully he just not don't become a cancer in the locker room, you know. Um Cobb, Randall Cobb got picked up by Houston. That's a nice pickup, but it's not a DeAndre Hopkins type dude. Like that's gonna be a big them some big shoes that he gotta fill. But he's at the end of his career, so I, I know they're not expecting much from Randall Cobb, but we'll see how that go. And lastly, Tom Brady is still a free agent. They announced that they won't be signing him back. And the crazy thing about it, they didn't even give him a – they didn't offer Tom Brady a deal. And this is just like I was saying a couple of days ago, is that Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady that everybody thinks he is now. Like, yes, he's won six Super Bowls, but without that – that um those receivers around him or running backs, like, he can't get much done. And he looked very average this year. And – Shit, now somebody got to take a gamble on him. And it's right now they're saying it's going to be either the Chargers or the Bucks. I would say he would go to L.A. and play with the Chargers because um, what's-the-name is leaving? Phillip Rivers is gone. So that that's a nice team. You get to stay in the AFC, possibly play your, your former team again. Um, if he goes to the Bucks, him and Mike Evans, that shit, that'll get him back, back to where he need to be. They they got a uh got Godwin I want to say number twelve they they got a lot of speed and some some boys that can catch on their team man huh? so Brady might be in good shape going into this next season and then making make new new uh New England possibly regret trading but at the same time I don't I don't see him winning the Super Bowl again so yeah that's that's pretty much it for the NFL trades man it's a it's a ton of trades going on. I'll try to keep y'all updated next time I get on here and let y'all know what else is going on with the trades. Um, what else did I have? Yeah, pretty much like as far as news, man, just uh, this coronavirus thing, pretty much if you can get out, stock up on canned goods, stock up on food because a lot of restaurants are about to be shut down. A lot of things going to be shut down for now. Like it ain't It ain't hit us yet. And if it's not hit you, I pray that it don't hit you. But if it does, like, we need to be prepared for this. So um, try to stay warm and all that and stay away from shit. If somebody said they got it, shit, shit I hope you would stay the hell away from the ass. But, um, yeah, let's take a quick break real quick. So uh, some music that's just came out that i just been listening to. Surprisingly, is a uh, Lil Uzi Vert. He um dropped the tape. I want to say last week sometime, and it's a it's a solid album. I ain't, I wasn't really trying to hear that um was that Backstreet Boys song that he re remade or whatever. That shit was weird, man. But um, salute to the songs that I did fuck with. I would say my favorite song off there, I think it's called Lotus. That song's a banger. I've been fucking with that heavy in the gym. I've been listening to that at least. That, that's been my go-to song in the gym. You know how you got a couple of go-to songs. So I make sure I hear that at least two or three times before I get up out the gym. So that's been my go-to track. Um, Jay Electronica. Jay, Jay Electronic. This this Negro finally put his album out. 
and it got it got the goat on there. It got Jay Z on there. Um, I want to say it's like ten, maybe eleven songs. About seven or eight of them got Jay Z on it. It it was a solid album. My favorite track out there would be what was that called? Universal Soldier. Yeah, Universal Soldier. That's my favorite track out there. So if you ain't heard those two albums, get at it. Give it a run if y'all got to jump on the highway sometime this week or just looking for some new music. Check out Lil Uzi Vert, new tape, and uh, Jay Electronica. Um, so today, my based on a true story, man, um, like I said, I've been back in the gym a couple of times a week, got my motivation back, and it got me thinking about some of my gym partners from back in the day, man. I done had some good gym partners, man. Some of my boys, man, like I consider the dudes brothers, man. But two of the, I, I'm thinking two of the times that I fucked myself up in the gym and it just so happened to be that I was working out with a light-skinned dude. So shout out to, like, I ain't nothing but love, man, but shout out to my boy Shane and my boy Pritchard, man. But y'all, y'all dudes, y'all some assholes in the gym, man. So I remember to, to go in order in Virginia, me and my boy Shane, we used to work out all the time after. We would go after, um after we get off work, because we was working at the same spot. We would go after work and hit the gym and hit the chow hall because we was both standing in the barracks at the time. But I recall this one time, like, so with Shane, my boy is like, he a, he a stocky dude, man. He he really, he hit the gym hard, man. He, he looked like um. My, like they call him Sugar Shane, man. Like he, 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 the dude, all muscle, man. He's all muscle, like one eighty five, solid dude, man. But sometimes the gym, he, he's one of them Negroes that that get to fuck around, looking in the mirror, flexing and shit, and forget. Like damn, Michi ain't ain't strong as me. I gotta I gotta watch out for this this weak nigga at the time because I was coming up in weights. I wasn't hitting as much weight as he is hitting. You feel me? So shit, this one time I want to say we was doing, we we was maxing out, we was maxing out this day, and so my boy he he could hit Shane had probably hit three hundred like on it like a light day, but that was his he he hit three hundred. So I want to say I said two seventy that time. So we throw two seventy on. I hit it one time, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, I, I hit yeah it was two seventy because he told me to go for two seventy five. And I I don't recall if I hit it that day or not, or if I got like halfway up. But that two seventy, I know for a fact I hit. So he hit his three hundred, I hit my two seventy. Boom. So now we get to working out. Now let's do our regular workout. Cause like with the max, we just going to do one max rep, and then we get back into our regular workout. So I think we throw two twenty five on there, so he can get his reps out. We get the reps out. Um, go to one eighty five. Now this time. Shane feeling himself. He he's feeling like Ultimate Warrior. He over there flexing like on some Lex Luger shit up in the mirror on me, man. So I got 185 on, and I'm trying to see like with my grip. I usually do the thumb around the bar, and I want to say he did his on the outside of the bar. So my nut ass try to, I try to um, push the weight up. I do it a couple, a, a few reps, and I'm bringing them up back down. But in the midst of bringing it back up, I try to switch it my thumbs to the back of the bar and the bar slipped out and bounced like right in the middle of my chest and like it made me squeal like a pig or some shit 
So I looked upside down and all I see is him still back here flexing. I'm like, saying, I'm like, dog, get the weight, man. So he grabbed the weight laughing and shit, man. And, and in my head, I'm laughing because I'm like, it was, it's my fault because I try to flip my fingers around, flip my thumbs around the bar and the, the bar slipped off. So it's my fault, but I'm blaming it on him because as a gym partner, your ass supposed to be paying attention to make sure I don't drop the shit. But he think like, damn, it's only 185. I ain't tripping. Man, I, I couldn't even laugh or nothing. They told me I bruised my chest, man. I had like a fucking, it felt like I had a dent on my chest. So that that was the first encounter, like, with my a gym partner let me down, like, let me down, man. And then uh, my boy Pritchard, I want to say, we was in, this was up in Cali, my last duty station. So me and my boy Pritchard, we used to go at lunchtime because our staff sergeant at the time, he was like, shit, y'all, y'all could go to lunch uh an hour or like 30 minutes early, you could hit the gym up for an hour, then come back or whatever. So, shit, we hit the gym up. But one of my weak points in working out have always been like the incline press and the um, close grip, the close grip bench press. I, like, cause I had some, some weak ass wrists, but now like I train them bitches every time I go to the gym, man. But this time, my boy, another thing, he over here flexing, he's feeling this workout. He already hit his weight and shit, so it's my turn. So my boy uh Pritchard get the flexing and shit, just stand there chilling. I throw the I don't know what the hell we did that day, but it was something light. I get to trying to do the the um the close grip and the shit just go down on me. Like it felt like my damn wrist broke or something. So I'm telling him to grab it. He's looking around the gym like in his own little world, just flexing, smiling, laughing, doing the Dougie and shit, man. So yeah, man, that's all. I, that's all I wanted to um, speak about, man. Watch the gym partners you have, man. Like I said, man, it's all love. But that day, like I, at least I was, I could say that they, with them being my gym partners, like we always got our workouts in and all that shit. But on them two days right there, them days stuck. Them days stood out to me, man, because y'all niggas was funny as hell for letting that weight drop on me like that, man. I ain't do y'all like that, you feel me? But it's all good, man. Um. So um, let's get into some TV shows. As far as TV shows, I, I ain't nothing really been out. So I've been looking at like marathons and shit. Like since I've been stuck in the house just watching TV. Um, Netflix they had a couple of they had a couple of movies out, couple of TV shows. I just been skipping around, but I got on Hulu, and they got um Family Matters is on Hulu. It's been on there for a while, but yeah, I've been I've been checking out Family Matters, just looking at random episodes. Um, one of the episodes I was watching the other day was when um when he turned back into Stefan. Like I think them was some of the good episodes because it just showed how messed up. Like Laura was so in love with Stefan, but she didn't give Urkel the chance because he is a nerd and shit. So if y- I know y'all, most of y'all fucked with Family Matters growing up. They got Family Matters on Hulu. Check that out. Um, and then I was watching Atlanta because the new season don't come out to next year. I was hoping it came out this year, but I guess um, Gambino got a lot going on. So I was watching. I watched some of season one, but season two has been my favorite so far. And one episode I would say like the funniest episode to me is probably the the episode with Bibby is I want to say it's called Barbershop 
But on that episode, man, like if y'all if y'all get a chance to check out Atlanta, that shit is funny as hell. But the um the rapper on there, Paperboy, he go to get a haircut, but the barber is like he on his he on his phone the whole time. And he got a lot of shit going on for the day, so he's pretty much carrying the, the um Paperboy around trying to get a haircut all day. Like he he start like he get like a little bit he start a little bit into his haircut. And he get a call from his wife that he supposed to be at home or whatever. So this this motherfucker tell him like to come with him and shit. So he just take him on a he just have a whole fucked up day around the situation. But if y'all get a chance, check out Atlanta and check out that barbershop episode with um Bibby. That shit is funny as hell, man. So um as far as movies I was watching on Netflix, we watched a a couple of nights ago, the movie was called Chloe, and uh, my what's what's buddy name from, uh, taken? Uh, Liam Nelson, he's on there. He's he's like the star on the movie. But um, at I, I'm a I'm a fan of him, but I also enjoy when the movies that he be getting his ass kicked on or something. But this movie was different, man. So. With the movie Chloe, Chloe is pretty much a she's a, a lady of the night, a prostitute, I want to say. So she, she's a, a call girl. So the wife on the movie that's married to Liam Nelson, he's starting to feel like she's starting to feel like he's having an affair with somebody. So she hires the oh, the um the lady, the Chloe girl, to um to um pretty much try to get in his head, see if he's actually messing around with him and stuff. So what she does is she throw a whole little mix to it and start telling her that her and her, her and the husband, um, he's been trying to get at her and stuff. And she's pretty much, I just been doing my job or whatever. So she gets into that. Um, she gets the wife. I don't know. It take a complete turn. The wife gets jealous. And next thing you know, she ends up being involved with the the girl Chloe, so at this point the Chloe girl got feelings for the lady. So now the 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 wife is feeling guilty, and she's like, "Finally, I can tell like, motherfucker, you've been doing this and doing that." And he's like, "Like, what are you talking about? I I never did this. I never did that. I don't even know this girl." So she tell him like, "Hey, we're gonna go out to eat or whatever," and um. We're going to sell this once and for all because I know you have an affair with this girl. So she come up in there and Buddy look at her like, man, I don't even know who this woman is. So all in reality, she she pretty much just got played and she's got feeling she didn't stepped out on her husband messing with this call girl trying to find out if he was the one doing it. So it take a whole complete twist. And then to add more into it, they got a younger son that's going through it with a, his ex-girlfriend. So the Chloe girl ends up actually having sex with the son. So, cause she's been popping up at the woman's job and like doing, do some creep shit. Like she's, um, in love with the lady. So, um, man, if y'all get a chance to check that movie out, it's, it's some weird shit going on, but it was overall, it was a, I'd say like a seven out of 10 is a, it was a decent movie. It was just had some weird shit going on, but Overall, yeah, seven out of ten, and yeah, it just it ends crazy too. So, I'm I'm.
pretty much, if you haven't seen it, I pretty much told you all the key points of the movie, what to look forward to, but definitely still give it a look. Um, so uh, with the We Are Woke segment today, I just want to talk about um, pretty much with this time that a lot of businesses will be closing down like a lot of stores. I'm pretty sure like hopefully like gas stations and stuff will be open and some of like the Walmart or something possibly. But as far as fast food restaurants and stuff, won't be any shipments and stuff like that going out. So this is the perfect time for if you have a product, if you have if you make food, if you make meals or whatever, um, if you sell insurance, if you sell whatever food like any products that can help the next person this is the perfect time to be broadcasting that letting people know and um also if you have the transportation to offer delivery because you can also you can get paid extra money to deliver and it's helping somebody else not having to come outside if you want to get paid like you got to make those moves so Definitely that that's something to do for right now. Like example, like it's a lot of people that like be bakers and stuff in, in the Midwest, Indiana and Illinois. If you bake like bake cookies, sell like a dozen for ten dollars or something like that. Ten, fifteen dollars, bake a cake, whatever, and um post it on social media and sell that shit for real because a lot of people gonna be looking for some some snacks and stuff. If this shit get how it's looking right now, because they say, like, we could be a couple of weeks without a, a lot of stuff. So we're going to see how everything go, man. But definitely look into selling something, y'all, for real. Um, As far as the top five, and I'm going to get up out of here, man, because I got a couple of things I do before I um, sit back and relax. I got an extra week off from school. They shut down um the on-campus so like our online cl- all online classes, we get an extra week of being off for now. So the the on campus kids can get caught up. So that's a blessing, an extra week off. But um I got the thing in as far as like top five Nintendo sixty four, that was one of my favorite systems was a sixty four when I was like my teenage years. And I, I got the thing in five, my top five games on the 64 that I can like play all day and um the list I came up with not in order but um I would say Blitz 2000 that that was Blitz where you can um pretty much be running on the instead of like going over the line going off sides you can be already running in place so as soon as they hike it you got like a, a quick blitz to the quarterback so that game was fun because it, it teaches you how to get the passes off quicker. The way they tackled on there, like, the game was fun. The dudes was big. You get the speed burst and all this random shit on there. So, yeah, I fucked with Blitz 2000. Um, Road Rage was another game. One of my cousins, my cousins had this game. I used to go to their crib and play this shit all the time. But that was the one, like, when you be ro- riding the motorcycles on the road and shit. And, um... You could you could pick up chains and stuff like that, throw them at people or hit them off their bike and stuff. But you be riding through traffic like you riding past semis and cars and stuff, and it's like a course. So that that was one of those games. Shit, I played that game like all day, every day. Um, WrestleMania two thousand. 
that that was when like wrestling was at its peak. Like they had everybody there. They had like some of the WCW dudes was on WWF at the time. So this when they introduced the cage match and all that. <clears throat> all like the Dudley Boys and stuff was on there. ECW people like this game was that that was a dope ass game. Um 007, man, like, I think this is where my migraine started from because I used to play that shit so much that I would get a fucking migraine just sitting there walking in circles trying to catch motherfuckers. And some of my cousins, and even, like, with Dre, like, they was good as hell on that game. And it just got to a point where I was like, God damn, like, I don't even want to play this shit no more because we would sit there and, like, no shit play for hours. But they already, like, knew where I was. I was, like, one of them obvious dudes. I was going to go hide somewhere that everybody knew exactly where I was, but me being me thinking I'm so slick and shit, like I'm gonna be able to get my shot off quicker. But they stayed getting the gold, the golden gun and all that bullshit on me. I went too good at finding a golden gun. I just was trying to be on some quick sniping shit. I'll try to fight you with hands before I shoot you on there sometimes. So 007 was definitely my game. But the last game I would say that, I, I would probably say that's my favorite on no Nintendo 64 and that was probably Mario Kart and with Donkey Kong like wasn't nobody fucking with me nobody's fucking with me fucking with me with uh Donkey Kong even at Dave and Buster's I done went there a couple of times with the family and all that and we didn't got it in but Donkey Kong he ain't nobody to fuck with man so then probably my top five so that was what Blitz 2000 Road Rage, 007, WrestleMania 2000, Mario Kart. Yeah, that's my five. So um, if you had a 64, y'all y'all messed with 64 back in the day, let me know what y'all um, top five games were on there, most definitely. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, I'm about to get out of here, man. Hopefully everything gets back to normal soon, man, because like the world is panicking right now. And there's so much going on with this little virus. But praying for everybody. Hopefully everybody can avoid it. I st- I'm still in the gym. I'll still be in the gym. And I'm trying to just maintain and focus and, like, block out all the negative talk that they're saying about this. Because as far as the Midwest, like, we've been doing already, right, it hasn't affected us. So that's all I can do is pray that it don't affect us. And they feel like this cure can um, actually help out those that have it so that it won't be so life-threatening, you know. So um, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to this um, episode of the We Are Woke podcast. Catch us on Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um, we're on the Google podcast as well and a few other podcasts, um, Pocket Cast and stuff like that. But um, tune in every week. Um, usually, like I said, I'm trying to get in there every like middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and um, just get some info out to y'all. Give y'all a little news, um, like sports news and like the real world news and whatever else I got for y'all. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Catch us next week. I'm Demetrius Brooks. Y'all have a good day.